Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pick-up, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, usually has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh Uh-huh. And sometimes there's other ones. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all Mm -hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it, but... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate, but I I'll know. enjoy it. You'll though, enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. Do you want a podcast? I think we should podcast today. I think we should get into the I Mom So Hard podcast, which by the way, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube I Mom So Hard podcast channel, you should do that because not only can you listen to us, you can see us. And I promise right. I am not wearing head to toe Fendi. I am wearing 1980s overalls. <laughs> They're really cute though. They're Thanks. like this bright yellow. I love them. Uh, but are you about to um, pop and lock? Oh, uh, yeah. What's happening? They're- yeah. I just want to wear everything that's comfortable. That's my that's my thing right now. I can't – if I – jean shorts, they'll give – they sometimes – let's just say the jeans are tight and the seam is unforgiving. So I'm not, I'm not feeling jean shorts right now. I don't want to go shopping. So I have this – I over – I overcompensated by buying a two sizes too large pair of overalls that I can't not live in. I've hit they're super rock cute. bottom. No, they're super cute. I I am all for comfort right now because I'm otherwise entirely uncomfortable because being at home so much, my body is entirely failing me. Like I, I knew that my psyche would go first because that was a three-legged table to begin with. But now my body <laughs> – has entirely shit the bed. I mean, like I, when we first like had to like start staying at home in March or whatever, I got a hemorrhoid and I was like, okay, universe, (laughs) I get it. You have a terrific sense of humor. That's uh, here. You're going to be sitting down all the time for all these Zoom meetings. Let me join you. I'm your friend. I'm going to come out of your butt and look like a bubble. It's going to be a good time on any Zoom or Anytime you sit down to fold laundry, I'm going to be there high-fiving you. I I finally get that. I mean, that took like a month to go away. But I was like, I, look, I'm, you know, I went to my OB when I got that one after I delivered Delilah and he hemorrhoid shamed me. He yeah. was like, holy cow. That's, let's call Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> You know when an OBGYN balks, you've got you've got a situation. If a doctor that looks under the hood literally all the time and is like, yeah, you just got a hemorrhoid, but if he's like, good God, yeah. is that a you're not supposed to crown on that end? I know. I I don't do anything halfway except for workout and not even 25. How can you work way, out actually, with that right coming out of your situation? I did, but once I got it to go away, I was like, uh, like, I'm trying to stay positive. 
trying to stay on top of like just not letting the kids be on iPads all the time, like come up with like activities for them Ugh. and like trying to work out kind of. Um, but it's it's like ever I mean the space bar on my computer stopped working again. Why? Why is the, the universe, universe doing is, this to me? It, it, the universe bitch. It, it plays terrible jokes on you. And during this time, the last thing you want to deal with is an injury or any kind of discomfort. It feels like that should never happen. And God forbid you have to go into the doctor to have anything fixed. That's like, that seems worse. Well, I, uh, like two days ago, I was like, hmm. I have a sneaking suspicion that I'm getting a yeast infection. So I <laughs> why cuz you were like me- <laughs> rubbing rubbing your crotch on like a cat stand. <sighs> no, it was just all of a sudden it was like I was getting like a phone call on vibrate inside my cervix or something. I was just like, <laughs> "Oh." I was like, "That's the- a weird feeling and that's not right." You've got so the yeast I- infection tickle. Uh, I, I'm sure I just looked at a wet towel or something and it did it, but I was so pissed. I got on, um, Instacart. Oh yeah. And I ordered all the stuff that you can possibly order from the grocery store that relates to a yeast infection. And a man named Gerardo delivered it and he got a (laughs) big tip, but because I had ordered eight bottles of wine, not a joke, eight bottles of wine, I had to show my ID at the window at the door. <laughs> I'm so surprised he, he wasn't like, is there any link to like yeast infections and wine consumption? Because just going through your cart, lady, uh, I just wanted to tell you maybe there's something about that. No, there is. Everybody says like when you get a yeast infection, you're not supposed to drink wine because it can – but listen. Who the hell says that? Nobody I know says that. That's dumb. How are you supposed to deal with that throbbing situation if you don't have a mild buzz? I Honestly, I could be on like Venko – <laughs> a Venko drip, and I would still have wine. Otherwise, I would not survive. Be able to chill at the end of the day. I don't. But did you order Monistat from Instacart? I did. Okay. I ordered two or three of them, and I <laughs> like I did different days too because you know everybody says like the one the one day doesn't work. So I ordered two of the one days. You've got like the I'm bath like, bead that you're like I'm gonna give this. A, I'm gonna do two in one. Um, yeah, I'm gonna clear out a yeast infection and any kind of ear infection or eye I infection. Ordered I ordered everything. Like I honestly, I might accidentally clear out all healthy bacteria from my body, and then <laughs> that would be what would happen is I just have diarrhea straight for like four weeks because. <laughs> oh man, that's what that's how things are going for me right now. I'm not. I'm and worse. I told you about this, and I hate talking about it because I do feel like it's. Not that it's like complainy, but it's like, what good does it do to like complain about it? It doesn't. But I have this bad back and about 10 days ago, it it goes out like every three or four years and it, and it just, it went out. Like I'm sitting, I'm going to show you right now. I'm sitting on a weird bunny pillow under. <laughs> to level out your ass. <laughs> Hey, Kristen. Uh, two questions. Two-part question on this. First of all, what okay. what happens when somebody says, oh, my back went out? What it, what it, is it a slip disc? Is it like, what what is the actual situation that happens when someone's like, my back's out? Well, mine, I can literally see. I feel like it. I'm, I'll give you more of an explanation. But it um, is intense pain. And then on me... You can, I can look in the mirror when I'm brushing my teeth and my right hip is like three inches higher than my left hip. And it helps because I have uh, a lot of flank fat that accentuates <laughs> the, uh, the difference in my hips. It's like a, it's like a shame arrow pointing to where the back <laughs> is out. Exactly. So, you, I mean, obviously my husband cannot keep his hands off of my body, but I, so I have the I have like a real legit thing. Like I know, I know people are like I, I have a bad back because my golf swing is messed up. So like you know, but that would be me. And that I, would be my thing. It's legit. I, I understand yeah. it. Like tell, any tell them what you got. Terrible. Tell them your situation on your okay. back because it is real. So I, I had I was born with spina bifida, 
which is uh, it's called a myelomeningocell, and it is like where your uh, it's like a hemorrhoid on your back, except your spinal uh, <laughs> column sneaks out through a couple of vertebrae. And I'm not going to joke like I feel like I should be able to joke about it a little bit because I have it, but it actually is like a horrible birth defect that some babies are born with. I had surgery when I was a baby, like right after I was born to put it back in. And that like protects the spine from any further damage. But anything below where that happened uh, is weaker. Like it's just weaker. So mine was at like my hip line. But this is why this is absolutely zero founding in medical science. But because it's at my sacral, like the top of my hips, I think that's why I couldn't push when I was having the kids. Like because that muscle was weak. Like I couldn't get my brain to tell my body to push the babies out. Like everybody was literally telling me, like my mom and my yeah. husband and the nurses were like, well, picture yourself pooping. I'm like, I I can't. I don't remember how. Like I don't, I don't know how to work those muscles. I so feel like they goes, should have been like, she's been through enough. Let's just go ahead and C-section this and put her at Cedars with a real nice uh, lavender scented spa-like treatment and call it a day. Yeah. Let's just let her chill. But my doctor, did, my OB did say, you're probably going to have to have a C-section. Like, you're probably not going to be able to. But I wanted to try it like everybody does for whatever reason. You're like, no, I'd like to see if I can blow out my vagina uh, entirely. Yeah. I feel cheated because so. I've blown out my vagina and I had two C-sections. So I'm not sure how that happened, but it certainly did. It's uh, it's it a train wreck down there. That what was Finn was like twelve pounds. Yeah, he's like oh, forty he pounds. I, I don't know. He's nine yeah. pounds. Eleanor was nine pounds. Like it was all, uh, you know. I blame them for. I it, the honest truth is like the C sections don't have anything to do with my uh very weak pelvic floor. It's my inability to commit to a fitness routine and just choose to watch Netflix. But I like to blame them because they don't know the ins and outs of birthing a baby. Not really. They don't. I just tell them they it's their fault, and then it's better. they don't. They know nothing about birthing no babies. They, they absolutely. I mean, they know, but I just keep it. I'm like, they're like, wait a minute. You did you push us out of your vagina? And I'm like, that is none of your business. That is, I uh, you know what? You. I don't know. When they ask, uh, how does the baby get out? I say the doctor does it. Yeah. And yeah. when they say, how did the baby get in there? I say the doctor does. Oh, did I touch? That's not true. My husband Woo. honestly doesn't care as long as the kids are going to be good at sports. He doesn't. He, he has no concerned with their parentage is but they look exactly like him so there's really not a question yes but so anyways old injury been acting up so my hip is like <laughs> three inches higher on my right side because the muscle just gives up every once in a while and it's not because I was doing anything like CrossFit I think I was grabbing a remote when <laughs> I was cuddling with my son on the couch and I just did it at a bad angle and now I have to sit on this weird bunny pillow or I but I can I can walk and I can stand. I just sitting is and and I have to like make sure I have the right amount of wine to sleep oh, at night. That's just uh, that's just him. survival on a different level. I think uh, I, you know I'm sure that having that kind of injury was not. Uh, did you get out of PE? Did you get out of stuff? Did you get out of PE because of that? No. Could you just show your scar and be like, I had a, oh, I don't, I don't want to do gymnastics today because. I'm sh I'm sure I could have actually. There, I'm, I seem to recall something. I don't remember what it was. I should have asked my mom, but like she, I think the reason she didn't ever want me to like play sports, <laughs> although she said uh, they're not very ladylike. <laughs> I, think, I was going to say that's not I, anything to do with the hole in your back. <laughs> that's her. But I, doesn't want I you do to think she was. <laughs> scared that like I would like get a further injury, you know, because I don't have like the muscle to support my spine where most people like you, you get injured and you have all this strong muscle that supports it. And mine was like sliced and yeah. already like damaged to begin with. So it's just, it's not, uh, but she put me in dance because that can build your muscles. It can. Like that muscle will never get stronger. And I had a neurologist, I think I punched him in the face, was like, well, you know what you could do is you could work on your core and that would support your spine a lot more. And I'm like, 
Hmm. Jen was like, did you say work on my cork? (laughs) On the cork? I mean, I could take out a cork faster than – that's like – that's like wizardry for me. I can just (laughs) – super fast. Oh, core. My core. My middle. Yeah. So I know that it's – the reason that it hurts is because my core is poor. It's very flabby right now. And it's like – if I if I get stressed out, my muscles like up in my shoulders where you normally get stressed out, they like pull the muscle, like pull the hip up. So it's and it only happens like every couple of years. And I know it sounds like total and complete bullshit, but it's such a real thing. Yes. That it- well, I think that that obviously, like right now where we're homebound, uh, any kind of injury uh, that you have to endure is scary because the last thing you want to do is go into the doctor, right? You don't want to, you, and also just like pain during an already painful time is like, like the, the universe should just automatically help me drop like 11 pounds for no reason. Like I shouldn't have a hemorrhoid or a yeast infection or any kind of bad attitude. I feel like I should look younger, feel better, be skinnier, cook better, run further, have more motivation. And I am, all of that is in in complete (laughs) opposition to my, my current Connection to BetterHelp because I know so many people besides myself who have benefited from BetterHelp. Yes. I mean, therapy, just, I can't say enough good things about it. Everybody needs it. Why don't they just teach this course in in high school, right? Because everybody needs it. But like, I suffer when I have good stress and bad stress. Yes, it's stress. All of it feels overwhelming. And sometimes you need somebody to just talk to that can help you sort through your thoughts. That's right. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which is exactly what I like. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash hard today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash hard. This ad is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, there are some things about parenting that get a little easier. I don't know what they are. Actually, I do know what they are. But one thing that's pretty awesome is as they get older, you can kind of reason with them. And obviously, as your kids get older, they want a little bit more independence. And you can show them that by giving them a little bit of financial freedom. It's the conversation about money, baby. The fact is kids won't really know how to manage their money until they've actually been in charge of it. And that's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. With the Greenlight app, kids learn to save, invest, spend wisely, thanks to games that teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chore feature where you can set up one-time and recurring chores customized to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. I'll tell you, we have a 13-year-old and Greenlight has been a savior. It's so nice for him to get to see what he's doing with his money, but also, you know, those automatic instant 
notifications also help us as a parent to know what he's doing with our money. But it really does create a very nice, fun way of teaching kids a little bit of financial smarts. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's easy. It's convenient. It's a way for parents to raise financial smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash mompod. That's greenlight.com slash mompod to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash mompod. Bruce. Um, yeah. But I, <laughs> we had a, we had a medical incident happen in our house that I, um, I'm still not over. Uh, I is this, yeah. Eleanor's toenail or is this? Oh no. No, that, okay. Let me rewind. Cause that's, that's where it started. <laughs> I'm not sure how everybody else is dealing with this, but right now, uh, because we are in quarantine and everybody has to be really careful about who they're hanging out with, you're at home all the time. You got to make your house fun, right? So I always think like, yeah. I, I want to make it feel like a pub without the booze for the kids. Lots of booze for me. So we have a dartboard. <laughs> we have a balance beam. We have a pool with a inflatable um slide like every now and then I'll bring out something new for the kids just to keep them sort of invigorated and creative and whatever. So we're outside and uh and for Eleanor ran around the pool, hit her toe, her toenail exploded and I literally was like f- I thought I was going to barf and pass out at the same time. And this was a very small very regular. Every kid has done it. We've all broken our toe. We've all pulled out a toenail. It's disgusting. She's like, no, no, she, we haven't. We have we, not. But her foot, her little toenail was like hanging on by a thread. And it was bleeding. And she goes, she goes, oh God, oh God, H E double L, H E double L. And she was trying not to swear. I think in her little Irish brain, she was like, motherfucker, it hurts. But so, yeah. so that I was like, okay, good. There's our injury. We got, you know, we, I sort of believe like you get it done, you get, you, 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 then you're good. Like yeah. get it out and over. We're going to be careful from We're now We're going to be careful from now on, which we are. I honestly can say I'm, I'm careful, but there's a calculation that you have to make as a mom, which is how, how careful do I have to be? And can I calculate um, safety while letting them try new creative things? So these things that I have them last longer, for instance, our kids put the gymnastic mats together, covered them with soap, and made a slip slip and slide that went into the pool. It was so fun. They did it 100,000 times. And it was literally the cheapest fun. Was it a design slip and slide? No, it was a mat. It was like two inches, three inches thick, slippery, oh and went right into the pool. So now let me tell you did what they, happened. Did they have helmets on? You're no. such a cool mom. No, I'm I not. I been like... No, I'm really not a cool mom. But I was like, hey, this seems fairly... By my calculations, this seems like a a safe, fun adventure that I'm not uncomfortable with. But let me tell you something. I was I was proved wrong because as we know right now, everybody has to be very safe. And we have a neighbor who are they are very dear friends. And when I tell you, Jen, that they've been on quarantine, like they have not been out of the house. They they are very careful. Uh, they, they have like, we go over and we do a social distance, like video gaming thing. So that Charlie and Finn, who are best friends can play. We are 10 feet apart. We bring our own drinks. We bring our own cups. There's no cross pollination. We don't use their bathroom. Like it's a thing, right? Because they have been running a very strict quarantine. So our friend, yeah, that's, that's our style. She's, too. Yeah. Like, she, she goes, Hey, we really miss you guys. Would you guys be okay? Because we've all had tests. Would you guys be okay with having um, a quarantine swim for the kids? And you know what? We were like, yes, let's do it. Brett, come on over to our house. We'll set up a very tight quarantine in the backyard. So we did chairs across <laughs> 10 feet. Everybody brought their own food, brought their own drink. We sat apart. And Jen, I am not kidding. Their kids, Harper, who's this darling 12-year-old like giraffe who's, you know, that like like kind of like she's turning into a woman situation and she's like tall, but she doesn't know her own body, but gorgeous. And like, just, they're like my kids, you know, we love them so much. Yeah, that's not how I did it. No, me neither. I was like, uh, does someone want to call? Do I look like I'm deformed? Because only my left leg has grown. Sweaty, 
minion with bad teeth. Yeah, I had like, look, I have uh, armpit hair on just my left armpit and my upper lip. That's neat. (laughs) Harper is gorgeous. She's just I can picture it, though. It it was good. I was like, hey, look at that. Some there's not any there. Lots here. Uh, Not Mm -hmm. on my bush, but that'll come later. Uh, (laughs) My (laughs) armpit hair is coming in on my lip i don't should that be that's what i was like you guys my eyebrows and my my lip and my pit hair are strong they're strong still no period still no chance of a boyfriend everything's going great so (laughs) so my point of the story is that harper who's darling and 12 and like Stuck at home during a tough time. She's seventh grader. Like, your summer in seventh grade was so important. All you wanted to do was be away from your parents and just, like, be around boys or be around girls or just... Watch Oprah. Yeah, whatever, man. You didn't want... the safest place for me to be. God. But it was still, like, city pool or, like, riding your bike. Like, it just was independence was sort of becoming a thing at seventh grade. So she's cooped up. They decide, hey, we're going to do our first outing with the Sweeney family. That's us. And we are so excited. I cleaned that bathroom. I prepped everything. And you and I had to do a Facebook Live. So I go outside after the Facebook Live is open. over. I sit down. I am outside for four minutes, Jen. I am outside for four minutes. And Colin goes, oh. oh. I hear Harper go, oh. And Colin goes, oh, no. And then Harper looks at me. She grabs her knee. She's on the mat that's the slip and slide. It's covered in soap. And she is, when I tell you bleeding, that is not, it looked, she was, it looked like it was pretend, like there was a, like, it was like a movie, like, oh, look, I'm going to make, I'm going to do a joke on you and make this squirt everywhere. But it was squirting literally everywhere. And then she saw the blood and then she panicked and all the parents like jump up. Meanwhile, we're like, uh, we're like fully like not social distancing because what the fuck do you do when what, there's a kid? What was it? What did she? I will tell she you. Hit though. She literally went two times on the makeshift slip and slide, and somehow because she is tall, her knee went in, and it was a perfect combination of a brick being underneath that mat that pushed through the gymnastics mat up into her knee, and it was ah. not a cut. It was a deep laceration, and I would like to tell you how I know. I know because I you know. saw stuff coming out of it. Oh no! Oh. I saw you saw I, bone. I saw meat. I saw. <laughs> I saw what looks like I'm getting lightheaded, and what my eyes are watering right now. I'm blinking a lot. Um, I saw what looked like um, the actual epidermal chart. That they give you at the doctor where they're like, here's your epidermis. So what happens when you get a sunburn yep. and all that? Like, that's like what was tipped out on the side. I was like, and those make me ah. nauseated. When I see a uterus in three dimension at the gyno and like, I, I see a fallopian tube. I'm like, I'm going to pass out. So yeah. I, so Colin and I were eyeball to eyeball because we were each on a knee and I was holding pressure over her knee and Colin, we were both kind of like. Like out of it, we kept like like tiptoeing weird, and Colin's like, "I'll get a band aid," and I'm like, "It's just a pool toe." She's got we're like, we get the first aid kit, so we did. Let me tell you, Jen, it was so gnarly. So I take the thing off the knee. This Poor flap baby. comes open. I know she's handling oh. it like such a champ, and I'm in my head like, "Kristen, you suck it up. You know first aid. You do what you're supposed to do." And I grab this giant gauze thing. And I put it over the wound and then I wrap it really tight because I remember like put pressure on it, put pressure on it. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, Astrid, Harper's mom, looks to me and goes, are, Kristen, are you okay? And I'm like, I, I don't think so. I, I think this injury has scarred me more than it has will forever scar your daughter. I was a real pansy. Everything's a little bit scarier right now too. Everything's like That's- dialed up a notch. And it, but we're it's a different generation than our our parents were. Like the week before uh we went back to school when I was like 6 or 7, I I slid like body planted all the way up my grandparents like super hot driveway in Oklahoma and I skinned like forehead nose my palms all the way down my knees and my mom was like well that's gonna look great for school pictures (laughs) 
I was not like smoking crack in the driveway with ha- like it wasn't like I. There was just such a different. Yeah, they made it our fault, which I can understand the benefit. Like if it's somewhere, but this was such an innocent, stupid, yeah, ridiculous, terrible thing that I could not have foreseen happening. I literally felt like I had been gutted. I poor Harper. So she goes to the doctor and she has to have seven staples put in this fatty, big piece. And I mean staples. I still feel as terrible because here's the good news. We are going to be immortalized with her because I told her, I said, every time you tell the story of why you have this scar, you have to use our name so that a little bit of us <laughs> dies every time, just so we can remind mm-hmm. ourselves. Oh, did I mention the fact that they had to go to an urgent care during COVID? Yeah. Like they haven't yeah. been to a Trader okay. Joe's and they yeah, had to go to that's... the place that we are all avoiding. How many times have you said, guys, we are not going to the em- the ER. If you do something dumb and you get hurt, I swear I will I will cross stitch your forehead myself. I swear to you. Oh, I'm the same God. way. But here, I think it's interesting that that happened. That your reaction was that because you do like you do have this kind of like I grew up on a farm. Like I feel like you could gut a fish pretty easily. I can. So uh, I mean, not that anytime you describe an injury. With the word flap involved, you know, it's not a good one. So it's not like this was a little cut. This was something big. But I'm surprised that you were that because I I don't get I get that shaken up. Like if I have to get blood drawn for whatever reason, I've heard it's because I have like a like it's your vasovagal response. I don't know what that is. Good God, woman, you and your medical term. See, that's the thing. I, I don't know what it is because I am good in an emergency, but this was something different and it felt strangely more emotional because I, it was another kid and I didn't, it it was oddly like, I felt more upset from it being another kid because I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't get to see the the thing through. I didn't get to go to the ER. I mean, let's be honest. If I yeah. did, there'd be two of us down. Honestly, they'd be like, the friend that brought you in has passed out. She is on an yeah. IV drip. She's- she won't stop crying. We think that maybe there's a little bit of overdramatics happening here. She, she's, <laughs> we're not sure what's going on. Um, she blames her husband. So <laughs> I actually I am I'm honestly and I think it's because I was a doctor in a past life. I am honestly good in those situations. I know but nobody thinks I'm going to be. But like, no, that's not New what it is. It's not that anybody thinks you're not good in that situation. What they think is that you're overconfident and you'll be like, you guys know what? I need to put a trach in this guy. And we're like, eh, OK, exactly. before you use a pen to put a trach in a dude, let's see if there is a doctor on this plane or uh, before there's a, you know, like, remember when that woman passed out in our show and we were in Spanx and you were going to walk down and and try to help just her. check her vitals just check I her just vitals to and i'm like what? jen we're currently wearing spanx this is a show of two thousand people i'm gonna guess one of these women is an actual doctor oh one thousand percent but i just i'm like well if if this feels hard for you right now i'll i'm willing to step in well, <laughs> okay case in point our dear friend ashley who is oh, an icu is a nurse, nurse. 1000% she's knows what she's doing very qualified done it for years she had this uh new year's eve party this one time and i you know it's like one of those things where like this event would have been like a foreshadowing thing for what was going to happen later in the movie which was she was making a nacho bar <laughs> <laughs> i love any story that starts with a nacho bar you had she's you had from me at nebraska Hello. Yeah, she we're we're like we're gonna drink and just have nachos till midnight. It was ideal. So her husband takes out these knives that he had like ordered. Off, oh God! Like a Gensu knife commercial, and I was like, that thing's not even legal in this state. What are you doing with that huge knife? Like these, he's cutting stuff up like tomatoes for the nacho bar. Like the he's these like those are, are so nacho fingers in there. There are nacho fingers. No. I was like, you be careful with that. So they had one of those cutting boards that you pull out, you know, you you pull it out and then you slice stuff up and you should not leave the knife on there. Jury's still out. Rumor is I left the knife on there. Uh, but when people started coming, 
Brie was making drinks. Our friend Brie was in the kitchen uh-uh. making drinks. Uh-uh. And that son of a bitch a knife that I think it weighed like five pounds, number one. And the blade was like. It, what the it, hell? It You're just like making guac? From, what? He's not like. That's what I told him. Pruning I was like, this oak is, tree. I was like, this is reckless, Mark. What is with this knife? He's like, hey, guys, like I brought a machete to make salsa. It's a very nice, le- nicely trimmed salsa here. It was honestly like something crazy eights would have used in Kill Bill, <laughs> like some ancient weapon that, yeah, that just will like slice you by, like you don't even know it. You know, like that that knife or that blade that like cuts the head off in yeah. <laughs> Temple of Doom and the yeah. guy doesn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My kids saw it that was- during this quarantine anyway. So, so did Brie get a cut? So she's making a drink in the kitchen and oh, uh, God. the drawer oh, and it God. goes straight Straight down. The oh. knife goes straight down into the top of her foot, like oh. where it meets the ankle. And she she was surprisingly calm. I mean, that sucker gushed. It spurted. And I go into the kitchen because I'm like, stand back, everybody. I'm about to help. And Ashley was like, get Jen out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I would just come in and like slip around in this pool of blood, make everything worse. And Jen's like, out. I work for Auto Trader, and Jen, your friend's like, I know I'm a do. registered I'm... nurse. Can you move? <laughs> I would have just like made a mess in there. I would have hit my head. They would have like had to call an ambulance for me. But like, it was so bad that we had to put Bree's foot in the bathtub. Oh like, God, it, you could not stop the blood, and. She went to the ER and God love a girl from Nebraska. She came back, kept drinking. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, I mean, I, during this whole tragic event, which was just like, couldn't have literally happened as the second they got here, their first time out. And it happens like within, well, we were on Facebook for about 30 minutes. So it happened at 35 minutes. So they were here for 35 minutes. And then they have to go to the place they're trying to avoid a most. And meanwhile, my son and Charlie get to be together for the first time ever. And they are as happy as you've ever seen. It's like the whole world is falling down. And those two are like looking into each other's eyes, talking Mm -hmm. about Brawl Stars. And one's like, hey, did you get Leon, the Brawl Star Leon? Yeah, I did. It's it's really good. And Eleanor's like, I saw the inside of our knee. Yeah. And two hours they were later. Like, I love it when a plan works out. Yeah. Two the hours later. Exactly. Two hours later, Charlie's like, hey, where are my parents? And I go, um, well, Harper got a little accident. So and they're like, she's like, he's like, you know what? I'm okay. I, I don't need to know. And I go, Are you okay? And he's like, Yeah, can I spend the night? And I go, It's <laughs> like Buddy, you were supposed to be gone two hours ago, but luckily for you, our dumb makeshift, stupid slip and slide that I threw away will never see the light of day again. Really damaged this party, but she's okay. She's okay. Thank you. And she's awesome. Staples, though. So she has to go back to get the staples taken out. Yeah. And it's taken a long time to heal because it's such a chunky, meaty situation. But good news is no nerve damage, no bone. 
My dad, oh. the home run, dad pops out of the recliner and I take it to the forehead. Rumor has it, I probably only needed like seven or eight stitches, but because my mom lost her shit and they got into my dad's truck. My dad probably was like, hey, should I take a roadie? My, so they get, they, you know, because they were barely illegal to drive at that point because my parents were so young when they had me. Uh, they, they, <laughs> that when my mom was in the side of my dad's truck, she was such a disaster. She was holding me and I was just bleeding and bleeding. My dad shut the door. My mom moved my head and they hit the car door hit my head and split open my head two more stitches. No. Like that, yeah. No. So, so uh, if you ever want to have a really fun time, bring that story up in front of my parents because there's still a lot of really deep resentment. Blame. It's, a lot of blame. Uh, a lot of tight lips. A lot of uh, my dad just feels terrible. My mom feels like yeah. he should feel terrible. So it was. Uh, but I do like the scar. I got to say, like, I think scars are cool, but I just don't want to be the reason anybody gets one. Did I tell you that? Did I tell you that story about? That's so crazy. Okay, I my I'm literally lightheaded. My di- I know my dad was in the Air Force, and like if your your dad's military, I don't know if this is all branches, but mine it's called in the Air Force TDY. Your parents go on TDY, which is like a business trip where you oh, okay. visit another base, whatever. I thought it was for traveling, daddy. I had no idea. Oh, what it was for. cute. But so we were always really excited when he would get back. And I remember my mom was getting us ready. We're going to pick him up and then we're going to go to dinner. So my mom got us like baths, got us in nice outfits, and she put curlers in my hair. Like (laughs) it was the 1950s or something. They were like freaking soup cans and told me to sit in a chair till my hair dried, which Maybe it was going to take like an hour or something, but it felt Nightmare. like 80 years because I was like four. Yeah. Yeah. Four or five. I was super young. And my brother and I had been fighting really bad. And I remember she was like, she was trying to get ready, trying to get us out of the door in time. And she had my brother go do something. And I was so jealous because he got to get out of the chairs. Like he got to get up from sitting still and not messing up his outfit and go out to the garage. So I ran out to to chase him like it was connected like like, i'm gonna escape this hair prison i'm gonna too and i was yanking on the door and i couldn't get it open and so he like angrily throws open the door and the doorknob hit my nose and like oh man a nose injury it just is the dumbest thing it bleeds like head wounds noses it's on it's unforeseen it's so you know it she does the like, uh, you know, '80s mom thing where she's like, eh, "Rub some I dirt on cartilage. it. It's fine. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna make it through you know, this. We'll fine. Put a, it's- we'll put a band aid on it if I have one. If not, we'll yeah. use some duct tape. It'll be fine. She's got to get the ends she was, to touch. She was just mostly mad. She was like, I, "You have two nice dresses, and now you have blown one of them completely. <laughs> like, we can't. Such an '80s I'm mom. Try to- <laughs> I don't don't get it on your that, windbreaker." So we go and we pick up my dad. Like, he looks at it. He's like, yeah, I don't think she needs stitches. And we take my dad out to dinner before we go home and we get Chinese food. And that night, about 10 or 11 o'clock oh, at no. night, everybody got food poisoning. God bless America. The story never ends. I know. I... So I'm throwing up. I go into the bathroom to throw up. And my mom, when she goes to flip up the the toilet seat, I'm already in barf position. She hit me in the face <sighs> with the toilet seat, re-splitting the nose. And at that point, they're like, that, that guy's not healing. So my dad had to drive me to the uh, ER in the middle of the night while he had food poisoning to get my nose Restitched up. Was he like? Was the doctor like? Let's just check you guys all in, and let's. You yeah. know what? I'm going to put something. I'm going to give you a vacation side effect in your drip. Like you all need a break. Great. Like, well, my the doctor did say, "How did this happen?" And my response was, "My mom hit me in the face with a toilet seat." And they were like, "Ma'am, can you leave the room?" Yeah. Some- but then <laughs> no, your mom was like, you- "She was born with a hole in her spine." I had to endure everything with her. So I fuck up once. This was that was harder. Yeah. I've done better. That one you can't really see, but I I can always see on these podcast videos. I have a a 
I hit myself in the eye with the door of my Toyota Camry while on a conference call when I was a pharmaceutical rep. I just wasn't paying attention. I was on a busy street trying to listen on my Bluetooth. Please tell me you got stitches while you were trying to secure a deal. Like you're like, okay, listen, I'm going to, I just, you know, I really like this. uh, Always be closing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I didn't. And I think I probably should have gotten stitches because I can see it. And it's like a long, like line. I, I think, like I said, I think scars are charming. I just uh, I just need the cliff note version of how you got it. I think they every scar tells a story. I just can't listen to that story if you're going to get real detailed about it. You know who else is exactly like that? My son. You know who else? My husband. Oh. The chances of any... My daughter's fine. Eleanor's f- tough as nails. The rest of us, how no How did Colin chance. do... When Harper hurt her knee, how did he do? Was well, he-, he, he, we both, I looked at him and I was like, God, you're the whitest man I've ever met. And then I looked at him and I was like, oh, right, you're pale because you're about to barf or pass out. I've seen that face before and it was when I was getting an yeah. epidural. So he, okay, he I literally maybe like, because he, he started dancing and was not doing it very well or something. Uh, no, that too. But he was like blinking really hard and we both were like, like we were both on our knee looking at this knee. So we were both so close to this injury and Colin, I just was like looking at him and I, I felt like I was saying words, but I also was like the casserole is on a Friday. And he's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I've never been in this situation. And she's poor. Like the parents of Harper were like, yeah, Kristen doesn't seem okay. And I'm like, I'm doing my best, but he did do a good job in the, to, I got to give him a big shout out because he, uh, he had our first aid kit put together. And if we wouldn't have had that, we would have been in a whole bunch of trouble. Like we would, I don't know if she, we would have just yeah. wrapped her in a, and by the way, did I mention she was covered in soap? Because we were making the slip and slide slippery. It feels a little burny. Yeah. So we were trying to rinse her off of soap, get her knee wrapped. Like this was a, it's never convenient when any of these things happen. So now I just live in fear. I've taken away all the fun stuff in the backyard. I'm going to say this, and I don't mean for it to sound judgy, but I just know I can't be the only one wondering this. What? How come slip and slides aren't slippery enough? Why why did you add the the, the because added it wasn't. danger? First of all, it's never slippery enough if you're doing it right. Second of all, uh this is not a slip and slide. This is a gymnastics mat covered in a <laughs> running hose covered in soap, which was not my idea, nor would I have given the green light on that, but I was away for 30 minutes and I that they were trying to make it slippery so that they could go from the from the pool side into the pool, which uh, did I mention before we'd done 1000 times in the last week? Like this was a thing. And then just physics and math and corners and 90 yeah. degree angles and knee junk and barfy experiences that I feel terrible oh about to this gosh. day. I keep taking presents over to them because I like feel so bad. Wouldn't it be great to like see like a, a, documentary footage of that happening and Harper being like, what about that brown haired lady? Is she okay? She doesn't look good. She looks a little ghosty. Get her in a chair and get her feet all about Looks like she's about to pass out. I want to make sure she's okay. I'm fine. This is I know. Just- I was like, Harper, you're fine. You're 12 and you're beautiful and you're young. Let's take care of me. I'm the one that's scarred from this event. We, I had this really, oh God. I'm I'm not gonna tell like worst hey, we're trying to keep this lighthearted. I'm not gonna tell you like worst case scenario deals, but when Kristen and I were working on our pilot for Warner Brothers, uh Yeah. Uh <laughs> yes, CBS, we, you you could have been this, you work on commission, right? CBS? Mistake. Huge. <laughs> I'm sure they feel that. I'm sure they feel that. I I just laughed from my tonsils. I know. I don't know if everybody heard that, but oh. uh, so I was driving home. I was so tired. It's so stressful. You're like, just because it's like it's so exciting, and every part of it, you you feel like you're at a ten, like all the time. Are you talking so about driving- being at a ten after your injury? Or wait, oh, oh, no, no, after no. our pilot. I'm talking about. We were we were working on the pilot. It was like a so couple days exciting. before we shot. It's exciting. It's stressful. You're working so hard. You're not able to sleep because you're excited. And and I stop at this light on the way home. Oh God! And Jen. I see, I see this guy going into the turn lane on like a 
Kawasaki or something like that. And then I see this he like his light had turned green, but a guy was coming uh, through finishing out the red. And I seriously, I heard this noise, and then I there was like this whoop 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 God. through the air. Let me let you off the hook. The guy totally fine, had his helmet on, but he's so you know I stopped. He's not totally fine. Well, he wasn't. But this is the worst thing ever. This is the worst thing ever, Kristen. He was laying there, and the guy who I was worried about, the guy that hit him in his Honda Accord, he really hadn't done anything wrong. I I think you're not supposed to anticipate a green. You're just not supposed to. And the guy turning on the motorcycle had. Yeah. So this guy... He and those crotch rockets are hard to see. I'm going to say it. Like, they 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 ride low and they come on fast. It's like, you know. No, it, was I, by, it was by Warner Brothers. It was on Olive. There's like an overpass. You fault. can't see. You can't, It was his fault. You okay. can't see anybody. You could not see that guy coming whatsoever. But he's laying there like in the crosswalk and everybody was just so helpful and so nice. Everybody responded and they were great. And the guy that hit him was so upset and like freaking out, white as a sheet and stuff. And the guy that got hit was screaming at everyone. He was screaming at everyone, which I understand, but he was so rude. And especially to that guy that hit him, who oh. wasn't like, like, yeah, they like, you know, mind you, like, sir. End. Exactly. Kristen, that is what I said to him. I go, you are fine. You have probably broken your femur, but you are fine. And it was not his fault. I like, and people looked at me like, but I was so stressed out. I was like, you're not being at all helpful right now. I realize you have a horrible injury, but you don't need to yell at this guy. He's going to like <laughs> never forgive himself. Most likely. Do you remember when we were together? It was you, me, Colin. And Brit in the same car, and we were in Santa Monica, and this girl uh, ran a red on her 10-speed and got – she didn't get hit. She got tapped. The The car pulled out, and then – it was a car before us, and I saw her get tapped, and so it was enough to send her onto the pavement. And my first thought was – to which I yelled out the window is like, why are you wearing a helmet? And my husband looked around at me and was like – she is having a terrible day. So then I looked at her. <laughs> so then I looked at her and I go, I am really sorry I brought up that you're not wearing a helmet. I'm just worried about you. you. God, I can't. Had a helmet she on. She should have had a helmet on. You guys, uh, I can't. This is the problem. I think it's a lack of control that like the the you know, when I when I go in my backyard, obviously I'm like, I think every mother calculates whether something is safe or not. Before you let your kid, at least I do. Even playground equipment, I'm in my head like, what kind of engineer made this? Is this going to be safe? I don't, you know, if they yeah. fall, but is it, for, you know, you safe calculation, distance, all that crap. Can they still be creative? Not in a million years would I have predicted that this could happen. And I feel very jilted because of that. Well, that's probably what you feel the worst about is that we like to think that you, it gives us like the what is that like some fallacy of control that you could have done something differently to prevented something but like you know if it you you try to keep them from doing stupid things but they're going to do stupid things when you're not looking number one and when you're looking try to like they do mitigate risk as much as possible that's the thing my son is does stupid things all the time when I'm looking. So I can only imagine what he's doing when I'm not looking. So then I think to myself, how did I screw this up? Because I have two different places where I'm trying to control. And yet this thing was not a dumb thing. This was just the most random accident. But God, I felt so unprepared. I was like, my son tests me. I'm good at this. I know, I know what he's thinking before he thinks it. Like one time he goes, Hey mom, do you think I could go out onto the roof? And I go, oh, that means you've you've been out on the roof. You've opened your window. Because <laughs> I know what you're doing. Now you're asking permission. And then I thought to myself, why does he want to go onto the roof? And he goes, I go, to jump into the pool? And he goes, how'd you know? I think it'd be so uh, cool. And I'm like, we're moving. We're moving. Yeah. I, well, that's that's what's weird when there's an injury that you never could have foreseen happening. Where you're like, 
I overcalculated every single part of this except that. Like, where did that come from? Like, I, how that's what Harper's was. Is yeah. Like, but if Finn got hurt doing something stupid, you can guarantee all the way to the ER, I would be bawling, I would be concerned, and I would be blaming him every step of the way. This is why I said you can't run when you're going into the pool. Like, it would be, it would, be, it would be his worst day for a myriad of reasons. But you know, this is how males think. It's very different. I mean. Granted, my daughter loves to stand on the back of the couch for absolutely no reason. I'm like, that's where you want to watch TV is standing precariously. And she does not pay attention to much. So it's a, it's constantly a worry. I'm like, get down off the back of the furniture all the time. But my my son is just constantly looking for danger. Like, And my husband is too because we – I want to get a hot tub in the back – in the backyard area – um, because I think that would be nice to, and like, it would make a, your hemi and your butt feel better, right? Right. It's medical. That's I think it I would it. also probably cure the yeast infection too altogether. Right. I feel yeah. like that chlorine <laughs> would get up in there and <laughs> razzle dazzle your snazzle. See, I'm gonna get one right away. But my husband is concerned that. Dash will figure out that he can climb – you can very easily climb up onto the roof from the, like, landscaping yeah. there. He's like, he's going to get on the roof and try to dive into the – 100%. The hot tub. I know. I know. That's – yep. Never would have crossed my mind. Never would have ne- crossed my mind. Ever. Well, you're going to pass out. Yeah. You better have some sugar. Get some orange juice in you. Look how – I know from I'm passing like, out a lot. That's what you need. I don't pass out, but I will barf. I do. I will hit the ground so hard. And I had a nurse tell me when I was like 22 or something, she goes, you know what? You tell people that you're a fainter before they draw your blood. Because I fell off the table like onto the ground and she came in and found me. She blamed you. See? She blamed you. Oh, good point. Yeah. It's how we cope. We got to blame the person. It's got to be the other person's fault. (laughs) She shouldn't have been nice and made sure that you didn't hit your head on the way down. It's your fault for not knowing you're a fainter. See? Now I remember Redirect. her saying to me, you know what? You might have broken your femur, but it was your <laughs> fault because you should have told me that you're a fainter. You should have been wearing your helmet, you dumb shit. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I wanted we just, to tell you. Oh, yeah. But I, I have a thing I want to tell you that I love, and you might have already seen this. What's this for? Do you? Well, I guess this is a QT. Okay. A little bit of QT. We're going to talk about quality time. QT. QT. QT! Thank God. I got to get off that garbage. Okay. Uh, Jenny sent me this. Do you know there's a, a, a duo who are famous and they are best friends to women that I love and I didn't know that they were best friends. Pink and Carrie Kinney. Who's Carrie I, Kinney from Reno 911. She's your favorite that wears the big, huge white underpants. They're best friends. Like, they're best friends. I they like how they've been for years. They they are they have they're they're like us, but the super cool version. Oh my God. I love, I, it took me a second to like jump off of injury into Kara Kinney, but no one, I, that woman and her underpants on Reno 911 oh is all I need in my life all the time. It's, she I've seen the Reno so 911 movie like 1000 times. Wendy McClendon Covey. I mean, I, I don't even get me started, I know, but I, I love, love that those two are best friends. That's amazing. Isn't that so Well, it makes like pink even cooler. Because she's somehow. the coolest. She, she's already, but I, I love, I love, they just like recently came out as best friends on Instagram and it makes me so happy. That's amazing. They recently came out as best friends. I also like that yeah. Pink sliced her husband's tires because she was mad at him at Thanksgiving. I, I like a broad that goes the full tilt. Would you mess with Pink? Honestly, no. I don't she care literally, if I think she had, she has her like backpack, you know, cool uh, diaper bag. And she's like, I also have a switchblade carry. So I'm going to go ahead and slice your tires on your truck and get an Uber on the way home. She's a girl after Abs- my own I heart. Could, Pink could get like a teardrop tattoo. And I wouldn't ask questions. I wouldn't no. really want to know the answers to it. I'd just be like, I. I think I, I think I know. I think I know, and I applaud you, and I respect you. And you were now, right, and they were wrong. Yep, yeah. you should have been. They should have been wearing a helmet. So that's all I can say. 
That's all I. That that's was, all I can say about that. Uh, that was my QT. Oh, that's nice. I I only have a, I have a silly QT, but I think it's. I just want to remember it. Eleanor's two front teeth are loose right now, and she's been oh. waiting and waiting to lose teeth in a fair way because Finn lost 40 teeth in two weeks. And it was like, his mouth looked like he looked like an old man that lost his dentures, you know, that like left him on a counter. Yeah. He lost other people's teeth. He He lost lost everybody. His DNA is all over this town in ball pits in gymnastics places. Like Finn just kept losing teeth. Like it was a cartoon, like, but Eleanor's got these teeny tiny little teeth. And she had one come out in a French fry and one came out, because she bumped her mouth. So both have been traumatic, but this is just the good old mother nature pushing these two teeth down and she's wiggling them with her teeth. Once again, I am not so good with that stuff that I'm like, God, that's so cute. Like it's, it's gnarly. Teeth are gnarly when kids lose teeth that I don't think that's supposed to be our, like moms do a lot. Like I can clean up barf. I can clean up puke. I can clean up poop like you know i'll get in there with the desitin in every direction necessary but teeth hanging on by a thread it's it's gross it's gross yeah because you you can see those like vessels it's gross and you're like i don't want to be the one that pulls that like what if it just keeps going yeah what if you pull a tooth and it's like a clown scarf like it just keeps coming and coming it's like uh i i think it's interesting because uh eleanor and dash are Five weeks apart, six weeks apart. Dash's last two teeth also. And they're one like a top one and a lower one. And they're both growing in a really weird color. I don't know. <laughs> I'm oh, like, you got to brush these better. I'm like, these need to last you the next 110 years. So like, take care of them. It's so weird, but- isn't it? Like teeth are like, that's their permanent teeth. Forever. I know. Well, Brit has this horrific story about he is so obsessive that he yanked out like four of his teeth in one weekend because he was like wow they're all a little loose i'm super obsessive too but dash is so the opposite of that i don't even know if genetically he's ours maybe he is the doctor's kid because i don't know where this comes from but he just lets them come out he just lets them fall out like he doesn't want to do anything he doesn't wiggle them he's had a wiggly tooth for like six months like the first one came out he bit into a waffle and it just came out like he doesn't. I used to pull mine out. Like, if I got one loose tooth, I was like obsessed. Got to move it. Got to make it hurt same. a little bit. Like I'd twist, like, it. twist it. Yeah, it's got to yep. hurt a little bit. You're like, I would. Sh-. You know, it's working. Yeah, yeah. You're like that one. I shouldn't twist that far, but I'm gonna. And then, then it you comes out. It's a gusher. And, yeah. It's a gusher. Uh, <laughs> well, blah. Jen, should we should we go talk about something something to spice up this conversation so we're not just talking about freaking gross stuff. Let's talk about some hot flashes. Hot flash. Hot flash. Hot flash. I'm going to speak candidly and I only can hope that he sees this or hears this because I feel like he's the kind of guy that would appreciate this. My hot flash today is Ryan Reynolds. And it's it's a couple different things. So okay. In the I don't know if anybody else felt like this, but when Ryan Reynolds sort of hit the scene, I was like, you're a good looking guy, but I think you're kind of a dick. Like I don't, you're not the guy that I want to have a crush on. You're the guy that I don't want to have a crush on and I have a crush on. That isn't what I thought you were going to say. No. I thought you were going to say you're a good-looking guy, but you're a little bit cross-eyed, which some people find very attractive. Yeah. No. I do, Yeah. I find attractive because he was just kind of like slick. And I was like – Yeah. And then enter Blake Lively and he's got two kids and he's just like hilarious dad. Yes. And I'm all in. I'm like, I have I have a Ryan Reynolds reboot. Um, It came full oh. tilt when – like he's his tweets about being a dad – are fantastic. He's madly in love with Blake Lively. How could you not be? She's a, a supreme being. Yeah. Uh, she's really beautiful. She's so yeah. beautiful. And the thing that I like about him is when that terrible Peloton uh, commercial came out where the girl got the Peloton from the boyfriend. And unfortunately, the ad did not work. And it, Peloton got a ton of heat. And Ryan Reynolds swooped in and 
got that girl that was in the ad who took so much, like, she's just an actress in a commercial, you know? And, like, she got yeah. so much crap. But he she's put She's like, I'm her, just getting yeah, a paycheck. He put her in one of his tequila commercials to sort of, like, even the playing field, which I thought was awesome. But that's Aww. not the most awesome thing. The reason I have Wait, a hot and flash. and he makes tequila. He makes Hello. tequila. Bury the lead on that one, okay. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So Ryan Reynolds saw on CNN that this little girl lost her teddy bear in Vancouver and Ryan Reynolds went to social media and offered whoever found it $5,000. And the reason is my get ready. The reason is, is because that teddy bear had a recording of the girl's late mom. And so Mm. he put. I know I got chills in it. They're multiplying. Uh, he put an ad on or a, a th- an ad. Hi, I'm 100. Uh, he put a post up and got the teddy bear back for the little girl. And oh. I just love that. He makes me, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm all into Ryan Reynolds and anything I thought about you before has gone away and we're totally good. All right. Okay. okay. He's earned it, earned it back with me. That's, Yep. 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 And that's my I just want to call him and be like, you did the right thing. If you want to call us Ryan Reynolds, you can at any time and I will I will I will recant the first comment. And I just think you were probably misunderstood and I'm wrong. I'm wrong, you're right. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds, I am not gonna do anything uh, sexual with you. I just wanna like tell you how impressed I am because I have a terrible back injury. It gets me out of blowjobs. I, <laughs> so I am useless. Uh, I also can't say my R's very well. I relate that to the back injury as well. So, yeah. There, it, Ryan it's Reynolds, all... I could never date you. Ryan Reynolds. Sorry. You're, you're, yeah. Your loss. Uh, your loss. Is my husband's loss also. <laughs> yeah. My husband can't even date me. Let's be honest. We're all, everybody's mm-hmm. going through the shit right now. You guys follow us on I'm Mom So Hard podcast on YouTube, on Instagram. You can find us on imomsohard.com and I'm Mom So Hard on Facebook. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Have a good day.